This podcast is a 98 Studios production. Hey, it's Christy. Welcome back to Do The Work. Today and every day, we will talk about things that really matter. You, your thoughts, your feelings, and your experiences. Relationships are what matter most, and they can be complicated. If you'd like a better connection with yourself, with others, and with God, you are in the right place. So glad you're here. Welcome back to Do The Work. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing with others what you like about this podcast. Thank you for the comments and the texts and the DMs saying thank you for what you've learned. I'm grateful every time you go, wherever you listen and leave a star, well, will you leave more than one star? And a written review. (laughs) (laughs) I have some guests, but I'm not introducing them yet, but you can hear them. Sharing the podcast with others and leaving a review helps us the most to get these messages out. So I want to share a few tools today that I found increase my ability to connect with others and to find joy in life, regardless of what is going on in my life. Validation is a tool that almost feels like magic. It's pixie dust. Validation is empathy for another person. It says, I see you. I hear you. You matter to me. Humans need validation. We need it like we need water and air and food and sleep. When we don't receive it, we can become very emotionally or mentally ill. That might sound extreme. It's not. I hope as you listen to this podcast today that you will see and hear ways that you can see and hear those that you love and care about. When someone feels validated, their heart and mind can open a little more. Validation can be a look or a wave, or a nod of the head. Validation can be remembering someone's name. It can be asking someone about an important event in their life. I had this experience recently. I So I record here at 98 Studio, and I told the, I call them boys, but they're really men, but I told the boys <laughs> the last time I was here that I was leaving to go play in the senior games, and they I couldn't tell if they were disgusted or alarmed or what, but I was going to play tennis in the senior games. And I had been there maybe a day, I don't remember. And Zach from the studio, I got a text from Zach saying something like, I hope your games are going well, or I hope you're doing well. I think what he was trying to say is, please don't lose to 80-year-olds, <laughs> but, which I did, by the way. But the validation, the remembering that I was somewhere that was important to me, that's validation. Crying with someone who's hurting is so validating. It was early in my divorce process. I was gathering financial information and sharing with those closest to me that David and I were getting divorced. It was a very painful time for me. And I've shared a lot about that on this um, in previous podcasts. But the best way I know how to teach these tools is through my own experiences. So here's another one. There was one day, however, that felt extraordinarily painful. I called my friend Liz and cried and cried, and she just listened and cried and validated my feelings and then listened some more with me. In my pain, I shared with her that I'd been watching The Amazing Race, and for one of the clue-finding activities, they had to smash plates to find a clue. I said, I am so mad. I just want to smash something. I am so sad. I just, I I physically want to do something. And she validated that and agreed that sometimes being able to express our pain physically is very valuable in a healthy way. 
We continued to chat, and after a time, I started to calm down. I thanked Liz for caring and for listening, for seeing and hearing me. I hung up the phone and started to get ready for bed. It had been a very long and painful day. About an hour later, I heard my dog barking at the door, but I didn't hear the doorbell, so I kind of walked over to the door and stood there for a minute, and Georgia kept barking, so I opened the door, and on my porch were stacks of white plates and several Sharpie (laughs) markers. I could not believe my eyes. Liz said, start writing. Take these plates and put your experiences on them, and then when you're ready, you can go smash them. I see you. I hear you. You matter, is what I heard. Oh, what a gift it is to feel validated. To be heard is to heal. Validation can take minutes or a second, or it can require more of us. But the end result is leaving a person who understands a little clearer that they matter, that they're worthy of love, that they're not here to prove their lovability. To sit with someone in an experience stretches us and builds us from the inside out. Validation is not something most of us do naturally. Human nature is to look out for ourselves. Validation is something we can learn, however. It's something we watch. It's something we feel. Think of someone that you just feel good when you're in their presence. It's likely that they have been validating you that they see you, that they hear you, that they care about you. I know of a young mother who encourages her very young children to ask those they interact with how they're doing. How was your day? She's helping them to learn how to see others, to care about others, to connect instead of collect. When we collect instead of connect, we likely are more worried about what the other person thinks of us than wanting to care about and see him or her. We're scanning to see if they approve of us. And when our scanner is on, we miss the opportunities to see and hear them. The good news is, if we notice that we're trying to collect instead of connect, we can simply change our motive. We don't have to beat ourselves up and, oh, I'm just not good at that. We simply can change our thoughts, our feelings, and our behavior. This is a really important part because so often someone will just say, oh, that's just who I am and how I am. And the truth is, it's just something you haven't learned yet. And it absolutely can be learned. Validation is not flattery. Again, validation is I hear you, I see you. If you want to connect with another person, validation is not negotiable. Every human being has a deep desire to be seen and heard. Yes, even those who say they don't care. Those who say they don't care have had enough invalidating experiences that they've likely unconsciously decided that they'll protect themselves and say or act like they don't want people to hear or see them. Don't believe them and don't tell them that they're wrong. Just start validating them. There are hundreds of ways to validate someone. A nod of your head when someone is speaking, asking curious questions, a touch on their arm if they like to be touched, (laughs) not judging their responses to an experience, not empathizing with their pain, just just empathizing with their pain, not judging them. It might sound like, I'm sorry, that's hard. Tell me more. I would feel that way too. That must have hurt. How can I help? 
a few years ago, I had shoulder surgery and I was at my first day of physical therapy. And literally, I think they were, my physical therapist was barely making me move my arm, but I was having to do a stretch and I was laying on the table and tears were just coming down the sides of my eyes as I was trying to stretch my shoulder a little after the surgery. And when I sat up on the table, I looked over at the guy that was on the table next to me. I think he was working on his knee or something. And all he said was, I've heard shoulders are painful. (laughs) It makes me cry just thinking about it. He didn't have to fix my pain. He just acknowledged that it was painful. That's validation. Do you have relationships where someone has stopped sharing things from their heart with you? Or it seems that any time you try to have a conversation about something, it ends up in an argument. It's very possible that instead of validating, you are trying to fix or control a situation. It might sound something like this. Mom, I failed my test in math today. What? I told you you needed to spend more time studying for that. You're spending way too much time on your phone, and that's why you're not studying as well. Only to be met with silence. More what you would call encouragement, but doesn't feel like encouragement, and then more silence from your child. When someone feels invalidated, they will withdraw or retreat, or they'll swing to the other side and they'll try to be even better in an effort to get your approval. None of those things are helpful or connecting. Validation would sound like this. Mom, I failed my test, math test today. Oh, wow. I know you were worried about that. How are you feeling? When someone feels seen and heard, they are much more likely to be open to the more curious questions that might actually be helpful. Remember, validation is your friend when you disagree. So questions like, have you considered asking the teacher to retake? What do you want to do different for the next test? Or comments like, you've got this. I'd love to help you study next time if that's helpful. Now, I know some of you may be thinking, oh, isn't that a lovely idea from a woman who has no children at home? And honestly, I was not a great validator to my children when they were growing up. The truth is, as parents, we attach our worth to our children, and we don't know that we've done it. So when they fail a test, something in us rises really high. And we say it's because we want them to be able to get into a good college or to be successful in their life. But really what's happening is our worth is attached to their behavior. We believe it is. And so instead of being able to validate and just see them, we're worried about what it actually means about them or about us. If you don't believe me, notice how not riled up you get when the neighbor kid fails their math test, and how kind and loving and validating you can be to that person. So that's another podcast. But the reason it's hard to validate those that are closest to us is we emotionally and mentally have attached our worth to them. So that's something to be very aware of. As spouses, parents, friends, when we see someone we love hurting, we want to stop the hurt. We want to fix it. But validation is not fixing. Think of a three or four or five-year-old that you know. How often do they need a Band-Aid for a bruise that you can't see yet? Or a scratch? Or a tiny little cut? They ask for a Band-Aid, but what they're really asking for is to be validated. The Band-Aid is evidence that I was hurt and you saw my hurt and cared. At some point, we stop asking for Band-Aids. 
but never believe that we stop needing validation. Okay, I have asked the boys to sit here <laughs> to sit here with me today. Just I just sent them a text. Was it last night? I don't remember, but just said, hey, I'm talking about validation and gratitude. Would you guys be willing to just share with me some thoughts? Some we're we're on validation right now. As I've just talked about validation, Zach, Tanner, Jack, welcome you guys. Ooh. <laughs> Here we are. I remember saying no. (laughs) (laughs) Good to be here. (laughs) Zach, I'm so glad you're here. As I'm describing this, is there anything that's come to your mind? Is there anyone that you're like, you know what? This person, I didn't know that's what they were doing, but that but I feel it with them. Or invalidation. I haven't really spoke I'm I'm about to move on to what invalidation sounds like, but any thoughts on validation? Anything? Probably that I'm a bad validator. <laughs> what <laughs> like do you mean, anything. Jack? Well, I am very straightforward when it comes to like like physical pain and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So whenever my fiance is feeling period cramps or currently she like has like a t- torn tendon or something like that in her arm, I am I very quickly just jump to like, do you just want an Advil? Like you'll feel better. <laughs> Or I try to true? fix the situation. Yes. That, instead of just saying, that sounds like it sucks, I guess. Yeah. I don't know how to, like, what's the best way to validate? I just say, for either of those experiences, I'm so sorry. Though That's painful. That's yeah. all we have to do. But our human self wants to get out of the discomfort. So mm-hmm. take an Advil. Yeah. Take an Advil. Like, what can I do to fix like, it? Yeah, that, that's what I would do. And so I want to yeah. fix the issue. Yes. So, yeah. And so. really... When she tells you that she's hurting, she just wants to know you care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. That's it. Yeah, that's a great example. Good. So there's mine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a time I felt validated? I don't know. What about you guys? Tanner? Um, something that comes to mind is just like with my photography. Yeah. Um, a lot of times people will compliment me and... I mean, I can't think of like a specific time that it comes to mind, but I feel validated a lot when it comes to that. Isn't that something when, when something you care about and someone else cares about it, they see that you have a gift and they say, hey, that's really beautiful. Yeah. Because you put all the effort into getting whatever that was. And all it takes is for someone to say, I see you. Mm-hmm. I saw I like, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Now that's a great example. Thanks for sharing, Tanner. If you want a deeper connection with anybody, find a way to validate. And we're going to talk about how validation is not flattery, but there's invalidation. And invalidation is actually very destructive. Invalidation can be words or sounds or looks. The role of an eye is very invalidating, even destructive in relationships. A sigh, a look of disgust, all invalidating. Invalidating statements. What's wrong with you? What were you thinking? Use your head. Duh. Laughing at someone's attempt to try something. Invalidation can be joking at someone else's expense. Not asking about an important event in their life. Invalidation can also be a life full of praise and flattery. So this one's interesting. This is this one's tricky because in the moment, praise and flattery feel really good, but they are hollow. They don't last. It's like, <laughs> no, Tanner's was not praise. Oh, okay. And flattery. 
when someone says, hey, I see you, I wow, that's beautiful. Flattery is, you are amazing. Ta- oh my gosh, you are so amazing. And they just go on and on about basically you instead mm. of what they, see what they see in you. Yeah. It's like eating cotton candy for every meal. You're putting something in your mouth, but flattery and praise will never satisfy. It doesn't last. Praise and flattery create in a person the belief that their value comes from what they do instead of inherently who they are. Sons and daughters of God with immeasurable worth. When someone lives in a home where validation is absent and there's an overload of invalidation, they may become silent, angry, abusive, act out in multiple different ways in an effort to be seen and cared for. If you aren't good at validation, ask for help. Find someone who is good at it. Ask them to teach you what to look for. Ask a therapist or a coach, a friend. There are books on validation. One of my favorites is I See You, I Hear You. And I can't remember the author, but we'll put it in the show notes. So, Zach, any thoughts on invalidation? How do you talk about invalidation without becoming a victim? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Mic drop, Zach. <laughs> that is such a good... You mean, how do you say I don't feel validated without being in a victim space? Is that what mm-hmm. you're saying? To say I don't feel seen and heard is not a victim. A, a victim would respond in a way that actually disconnects them from another person. Instead of to say, hey, I don't feel like you see me or that you hear me. That is inviting someone in. A victim says, it's basic, victim thinking, believing is like a protection for yourself. It's like, I'm a victim here, so I trump all the other things. Does that make sense? Is it, is it kind of like saying like, oh, there's, you're, you're one, you're not validating me right now. And there's nothing you could say that would validate me. Is that kind of like being a, val- a victim? Yes. So you're not validating me. Victim would sound like you don't care about me. Mm. I'm never going to be good enough for okay. you. Okay. You know, I can never do anything right. Okay. That is victim. And whereas like just asking, like, I'm not feeling like I'm validated right now yeah. or like you're not really hearing me or. Yes. Okay. And more giving them the opportunity to hear and like listen that's exactly right yeah it's staying it's leaning into the relationship instead mm-hmm. of a victim pulls away yeah from the relationship yeah. sometimes i feel like validations can come off a bit hollow or mm-hmm. like of course i hear you or like yeah like how do you kind of avoid your validation sounding hollow So validation does require a strength inside of us because it requires that we are not judgmental. Mm -hmm. It requires that we really try and see from their perspective what's happening. Yeah. Doesn't mean I agree with you. It doesn't mean I think you made a good choice. It simply means, oh, I can see that you're hurting. Yeah. So, and you know what? If we aren't practiced at that, and if we haven't had a lot of that in our own life, it's going to be hard to do. Mm-hmm. You're going to be, oh, that feels hard. I can see you're hurting. Yeah. It will Because sometimes it can like feel that. a little like coming from like the end of like the person who needs validation. It can feel a little like, oh, you, you're just like telling me this to make me feel yeah. good. You're taking a high road. Yeah. Or so, yeah, I feel like there's a fine line, but. There is a fine line. If you're saying words, but you're not feeling them. Yeah. They will come you across can t- You can tell. No yeah. doubt you can tell. And yeah. also there's something to remember. You can be 
a good validator. And if the person on the other side has a closed heart and mm-hmm. mind, they won't feel it or yeah. hear it. It will come to them, but it will bounce off because – so you can't force someone to feel validated. Yeah. You can't be – good enough for some, to make someone feel it. Yeah, it's like an but oxymoron. If, yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. But if someone's open at all, it's it's just magic. Yeah. Okay, good questions. Any other thoughts or questions from Go the guys. gallery? <laughs> I just moved out really young and I feel like I didn't have like validation for a long time and became closed. And you then bet. the last two, not even two years, the last year yeah. has been trying to open back up but it's a lot of i don't think it was really anybody's fault other than i just moved out really young and then i was what seemed to be doing okay and was not okay yeah came to a crashing halt in a relationship that i felt like people were saying oh he moved out he's probably doing these things not living how he should all these things that were just in my head and something bad happened in the relationship and it gave me that oh okay i'm okay that was all true and that was all those things are correct and that that side's parents were correct and the friends around it everybody wins it's great problem was i was still alone and so there was nobody to say that was a mistake but the that isn't who you are you are not those things like you were saying before but I talked to my dad after all that situation and he said, basically, he was very validating. So going back to being seen was, he was basically like, it was one mistake. So what are you going to do to not be that person and move on from that mistake? And then it's taken years and years and years to try and communicate. Having empathy, which is kind of what Jack is talking about, real empathy for the person and saying, I do hear you. I do see you. I struggle with hard because I was alone and just put up a regard. So now to another person saying, I see you and I can understand that's hard. I feel like that's what's so crazy is that like in that same sense, you like you put up these barriers for so long and you're like, oh, well, I took care of myself for so long. It's like, why do all these other people need so much validation? Because you kind of like, well, I didn't get a ton of validation when I was younger. So, and I'm fine quote yeah. quote unquote and so why do all these other people look re- like require it or like and yes. so that's where that kind of like lack of empathy at least for me kind of comes you're right you you're spot on what we what you think you know when i'm alone it's, it's so easy to go into that thinking of i'm kind of the victim here i mean i'll take i'll take care of me i'm gonna it's so easy to go there and we shut up it's almost uncomfortable when someone genuinely validates us because it stirs feelings Mm -hmm. and when we're in pain we turn the feelings off so that we can endure really so validation not only can we not be good at it but it can actually feel uncomfortable when it seems like it it can turn to victim quick it can and it can also be like hey back up like i'm not letting any i got i got the great wall of china wrapped around this heart (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna need a big old sledgehammer to 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 break that down And, and frankly i don't I don't even know if I want that. But validation, really to trust that someone is going to see you and care about you is, I just think, one of the greatest gifts that there is, really. So good questions and really good point. And and you know what, Zach, that your willingness, you know, 
I've had experiences in my life where I have to say to myself, I'm safe. I, I'm okay. This is a new experience. This is a new day, a new whatever. And that's, that's what you get to do. And not thinking that other people, like no one told me it wasn't a mistake or <laughs> yeah. you didn't do something that you shouldn't have. Right. That, that would be invalidating to come up to me and say, you aren't that person. It, yeah. I'm saying person that's, you didn't make a bad yeah. choice. There are all these reasons why, and it was because of this and this and this, and yeah. you've had hard, like separating all of that and just saying, yeah, that was dumb and now move on yeah. from it. And then it's in my choice to see that somebody did validate and then make a choice from theirs is good. But I don't think people, like you were saying, the praise or um, saying you didn't do this or yeah. trying to fix it. Yeah, trying to fix it can be dangerous. Mm -hmm, yeah, because if someone just came up to you and was like, well, you're perfect. Like it wasn't your fault or like this. You would yeah. just be like, it wouldn't, it'd feel empty. Yeah. And so let's blame all the other people for yeah. the choice. Just make the made. choice again. Yeah. You yeah. wouldn't learn from yeah. anything. So just being there, and it, Jack was saying sometimes it feels hollow or the words, but you gave examples that don't need any words. Yeah, yeah. Being there, that's where I'm starting because I'm terrible talking. But um, no, you're just, not terrible. You're just learning. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm still learning. <laughs> so starting with like just being there and listening is like my first step of mm. talk to me, and then at the end, my jump is not to now say well, maybe is it this or is it this or can you fix this or can yeah. you do this? It's just, okay. Yeah. And what what would you like to do? Yeah, I love you. How can I help you? Yeah. How can I support yeah. you? That's a big one for me is that that question of like, I love you and how can I help kind of yes. thing. And yeah, I feel like that kind of turns it around whereas like they just know that you're willing to help and if they don't want the help, then that's fine. But at least they know that you're there to help. That's exactly right. That's validation. So good. We got there, boys. <laughs> so in... Am I done? <laughs> you just sit still. <laughs> We're moving along. Right. In August, I shared on the podcast an experience that I had hiking down a mountain on the day that my divorce was final. It was such a tender experience for me. And I was really grateful to hear it from Matt's perspective as we recorded the podcast. If you haven't heard that podcast, his insights are worth your time. Well, I had another experience that day before I ran into Matt. It's also an experience that I'll never forget and another great example of validation. I'd received the email that my divorce was final that morning and it felt like a punch in the gut. And as I mentioned in that earlier podcast, I, choose to, I chose to go for a hike. As I hiked up that mountain, I was not doing well. It's steep. I was very teary, hungry, and thirsty, and it felt like the uphill would never end. And I brought no food, no water, nothing but my dog. I knew that, that it did end. I, was, I knew there was a summit. That's where I was going eventually but because I'd done it before, but I could not see an end. With no food, water, or water for me and my dog, I thought several times I wanted to turn around, but I also really wanted to reach the summit, so I kept hiking. I'd come to the meadow, which was a relief, and had continued on to more climbing. I really wasn't sure I could make it, and I didn't know how much farther I had when I saw a young couple coming the opposite direction. When they got close to me, I asked them, how much farther do I have? Am I almost to the top? The husband, Topher, said with an enthusiastic smile, yes, you're, totally, you're almost there. It's just around the corner. But as he was speaking, I looked at his wife, and the look on her face was confusing. So I said, 
your face does not match his message. Am I, am I reading that right? She quickly said, this is a hard hike. The top is not just around the corner. It's still a ways up. And then her husband kind of started to backtrack. And Well, I mean, like not just around the corner, but just around. And then Alyssa said, but seriously, good for you for doing it alone. Tears immediately welled up in my eyes. The words alone undid me. I shared with them. I just received word this morning that my marriage of 33 years was over. The divorce was final, and I'm trying to get to the top of the mountain for a bigger perspective. I could see tears in her eyes. And what she did next surprised me and also blessed me beyond expression. Do you need a hug? She said. My answer surprised me just as much as her question. Yes, I responded. She walked over. She hugged me for about 30 seconds. Topher stood to the side with tears in his eyes as well. She looked me in the eyes and said, You've got this. You can do this. Get up that mountain. I thanked them both for their kindness and I began to climb again. I felt different. I had more ability, more strength to climb. The last part of that hike is steep, but I was stronger. Stronger because two perfect strangers were willing to see and hear me and care about me. Validation means, again, I see you, I hear you, you matter. We don't have to know a person to validate them. When we validate another person, we're willing to put aside resentment, judgment, and fear to just see them, to sit with them in their pain or their joy or their confusion or their frustration. Validation is not permission for what you did. It's confirmation for who you are. Zach, that's what your dad did. I love him. I've never met him. I love him. It does not mean that I'll leave my integrity to make sure that you feel good about you and your choices. It simply says, I see you, I hear you, you matter to me. This experience with Topher and Alyssa that day has increased my desire to see and hear others. I'm not afraid to reach out and speak to strangers. That's never been something that's been hard for me. But I'm not sure I would have had the courage to ask someone if they needed a hug. A side note to that story, I was sharing that experience with a client one day, and we were on Zoom, and about five minutes after I shared it, she's like, here they are, here's his Facebook page, (laughs) because I just knew their first names. Um, Anyway, I sent him a message. I forgot when I'm working with young kids, they know exactly how to find, (laughs) I never even considered trying to find him. I sent him a message thanking him and his wife for being so tender and kind to me. He accepted my gratitude and added, what you don't know is that Alyssa was done with that hike and that after we saw you, she felt much better. Validation works both ways. When you're willing to see and care about someone else, something in you is touched. Our brains are wired for connection. Validation increases our ability to do that. Okay, I want to change lanes and talk for a few minutes about gratitude. Gratitude is another magical tool. Gratitude doesn't change the circumstances in our lives, but it can drastically change how we feel about them. I have a little sign in one of the bedrooms in my home, and it says, Gratitude turns what we have into enough. To be grateful and to look for what we have instead of what we've lost is a choice. I'm not talking about toxic positivity, where every experience is turned into a quote, blessing. I actually don't think that's helpful. I think honesty is helpful. 
I think seeing reality is helpful. I think recognizing that even at times in our life when we have loss or we have pain, at that very moment, we still have things that we've been given and things that we should be, that we can be grateful for. I often, I will often have clients, you know, suggest, or let's just be honest, I think to myself, this isn't fair. Something isn't fair. This isn't fair. They'll, or, you know, someone will come in and say, it's just not fair. And the truth is, it's not fair. Life is not fair. And after I validated someone, and, to, and I can see that they can feel the validation, I'll say, you're right, it's not fair. It's not fair that you had a car to drive yourself to this session, and it's not fair that you have legs and arms and hands. And I know that sounds like, oh, that doesn't feel good. Like, that sounds invalidating. But when we go to, when we need fair in life, we are always on the top's on the top of that scale instead of the bottom. And so going to fair keeps us from feeling gratitude. Needing things to be fair actually hurts us, not helps us. And that feels important to address. So I just thought I wanted, you guys, I want you to be thinking because I'm coming for you, but I, (laughs) put your thinking caps on. (laughs) I wanted to share a few things that I am grateful for, and I am gathering mostly from this last year or two in my life, but I could spend a, I, I'm 53 years old, and I am overflowing with things that I feel grateful for. I have a, I was, at, I had been pretty newly divorced, and I was at a funeral for my aunt, and all my siblings were there and all my cousins, and we were standing as a big family in the room before we walked into the main room where the funeral was being held. And I was fine. I was standing there. I was doing just fine. And I had a brother come over and stand by me. And he <laughs> he put his arm around me, and he pulled me closer to him. And I thought, how did he know? And honestly, the truth is, I didn't know. I didn't know that I was feeling vulnerable until he put his arm around me to kind of say, Hey, you okay? The same brother, I I went to a football game with my three brothers. And when I got there a little later than they did, and when I got there, he moved over and said, hey, sit right here in the middle. He put me between me and another brother where he could have very easily put me on the end, which by the way, I moved to the end about two and a half minutes later because he kept leaning over to my other brother. Did you see that? What do you think? I was like, how about I sit on the end and I'll, I'll engage in it. Just the gesture, just the idea of, hey, come into the middle. I don't have words to express the gratitude. I have a friend that is single, and she was at the grocery store talking, I believe, to one of her children. She's trying to get all of her grocery bags out, and she didn't want to take the cart, so she's trying to carry And uh, someone walked by and said, and just grabbed some of her bags and started walking with her to the car. As she expressed her gratitude of being seen, heard, and valued, you can see where validation and gratitude can come together. I have a neighbor. My, I, there was flooding in my yard. My, there was a sprinkler. I think it was actually my other neighbor's sprinkler that was causing this flooding. And honestly, I just pretended like I didn't see it. I even had neighbors who would like send a picture like, hey, you're flooding out here. And I was like, oh, yeah. But I mostly just tried to ignore it <laughs> and act like I couldn't see it. I didn't know what to do with it. That's invalidating <laughs> to the sprinkler. <laughs> to the sprinkler. <laughs> I had a neighbor who just came over and said, I'm going to 
put a something here in your grass so that this will drain for you. He just started doing it. I can't express my gratitude. I have another neighbor who will bring me food. She makes authentic food from her country and food from all different countries. And she'll just say, hey, we're having dinner. I'm bringing you some or so many ways that she has cared for me. I shared a message in my church meeting once, a a thought or a feeling that I'd had um, about being divorced. And a man probably in his 80s that I really don't know well who watches church from Zoom because they're not healthy enough to come into the meeting sent me a text and said, I want you to know that Dorothy is not my first wife. You will find joy and happiness again in your life. Really, he wasn't a perfect stranger, but I didn't know him well. I cannot express the feeling of gratitude of someone just saying, I see you, I hear you, the feeling of gratitude that I had. I have a nephew who will send me a text periodically and say, I have Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday of next week available. What do you need fixed? Or what do you need help with? I have brother-in-laws who have come and sprayed for spiders and pulled out bushes from my yard that I didn't know how to do. I cannot express the gratitude. In my church, we're assigned individuals to minister to. We call it ministering. And mine is a couple. And they came and they were visiting with me. And they're like, what's going on? I was like, oh, I'm so frustrated. I I wanted to vacuum before you came. And both of my vacuums are broken. I have a picture of them walking down my driveway with both of my vacuums. Gratitude changes our experience. Gratitude increases our ability to move through experiences, joyful and and things that are painful. Boys, I'm curious. <laughs> Your thoughts on gratitude. Where do you feel it? Are you good at it? Do you forget to think about it? Where I do you love focus? gratitude. I feel like I'm pretty good at gratitude. <laughs> Every night, we, me and Sienna do like three gratefuls of the oh. day. So that's fun. Um, do you validate her gratefuls? I do. I hope so. I don't know. Do I? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm grateful. I'm grateful for my business partners. Oh, my God. I win. <laughs> I win. <laughs> I had to say it first. So they couldn't say it, so I look like the hero. <laughs> what about you, Tim? I've always been very attached to, like, nature. And so that's one of the things that I'm super grateful for, especially living here in Utah. can walk 10 minutes out my front door and be away from everyone. And obviously friends, family, all that good stuff, too. So beautiful. I'm with you when it comes to nature. I just feel like it is such a gift and incredible. That's beautiful. Thanks, Tanner. How about you, Zach? My business partners? I already said that. You can't um, say that. He cried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't see me. I'm bawling right now. Uh, no, going back to like that that time alone, I've felt like Jack said, I felt like I could do everything and I was fine and I was not. And that's taken a long time to realize that I was not fine at all, but thankful for everybody that stepped in that made me realize like, you don't need to do this alone and there is help. So Jack and Tanner huge. And then my wife and my in-laws are amazing. My parents, all of our clients, just everybody that 
kind of took off that load that said you're not alone and no one said do it alone and i thought it was so impressive i can do everything (laughs) alone i'm fine alone but really grateful for relationships all the examples you gave that are just it's to do things together even if you can do it alone to do it with people and that that's what it's all about is the relationships so very grateful for for everyone and you have a unique perspective because you chose alone for a while for a long time yeah 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 all right fine Zach. (laughs) (laughs) thanks for sharing zach (laughs) thank you all for sharing you reminded me of texts from my sons on important days that will say i'm just thinking about you mom i love you or my favorite chocolates from my daughter to communicate a celebration my parents my sisters my friends just perfect strangers things that i'm grateful for okay thank you so much for sharing so i'm a christmas music lover and i start the day after halloween listening to christmas music <gasps> i know <laughs> gas i know don't be a hater valid <laughs> <No, I'm validating. laughs> last year i was sitting just um in my room and i had i could not turn on christmas music and i got a text from my friend saying how are you doing i said i'm okay but I can't turn on my Christmas music. <laughs> I feel sad. And she validated my experience and said, do you have a Thanksgiving playlist? And I said, no. <laughs> She's, um, she said, I have one. Let me share it with you. For anyone who's alone or newly or long time ago divorced or widowed, or even a parent whose children are all gone for the first time, the holidays feel different. They sound different. They are different. All of those traditions that felt so meaningful and connecting are now the source of lots of pain. I wasn't surprised by how I was feeling, but I guess I wasn't expecting it. So when Kendra texted and said, do you have a Thanksgiving playlist? I said, no. She said, I'm sending you mine. I'd never even thought of a gratitude playlist. She So I downloaded, she sent her playlist, I downloaded every single one of the songs from her playlist and began to play it. It changed my perspective. It filled me with the desire to see what I have. And I cried through some of them. I think that's healthy. I think it's helpful, actually, to feel. But my focus was on what I had instead of what I'd lost. I felt my heart open a little wider. It didn't take away the pain of so much change and heartache that came from the breakup of my marriage and my family as I knew it, but it widened my lens. I could see and feel the pain, and I could also clearly see and feel all the many things that I have been given. Kendra validated my feelings that day, as she has so many other times, but she then gave me the gift of her playlist, which is not a requirement for validation, but filled me with gratitude. I want to invite you, you guys, I'm going to ask you too. But I want to invite those that are listening to think about where is my focus through the holidays? Is it on what I have to do, what I need to do, what I want to do? And is there space in your calendar, in your day, in your mind, and in your heart for gratitude? We talk really great about it, but I don't know if we do it really well. My invitation is just to consider where is the space for that in your life? So, boys. On this podcast, what's one thing that you felt like, okay, I'm, I'm going to look at that? Um, yeah, I'm going to work on 
validating Sienna when she is going through pain or anything or emotions or just working on being there instead of trying to fix things. I think I always need to work on that. Beautiful. Thanks. I keep referring back to the list of things that you said that are validating. I think that sometimes we jump to it's only one way or one thing to show it or it's this way and this is what I'm not so good at. But uh, there's many different ways to be validating and some of the lessons of like overdoing it invalidating is something to watch for where when it's insincere of uh, realizing am I being thoughtful in this and what are some ways that are good for me to be more validating that aren't things that I've tried in the past that's awesome thank you I am not great at like compartmentalizing my feelings and like understanding my feelings And so I think I'm going to try to be more mindful about that and try to find ways that I could feel more validated. Be more validating to yourself. Yeah. It's really beautiful. I actually love these boys. (laughs) And I'm grateful. I am grateful for their willingness to talk about this. This is not an easy thing for 20, 25-year-old, 30-year-olds to talk about. So thank you, Zach, Tanner, and Jack for sharing. You will have many choices in your day and in your week. Jack, Tanner, and Zach, and I hope you'll do the work. If you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, share a written experience, or ask me a question, go to coachchristy.life and fill out the podcast questionnaire and we'll be in touch with you soon. There are no dumb questions or experiences, just opportunities to learn and do the work. Have a great week.